Well, a year ago this week, we spoke to our next guest. Uh, Pablo Godoy is the Regional Director for the United Food and Commercial Workers Union. Uh, Uber Canada and UFCW agreed to allow uh, UFCW to provide representation to Canadian drivers and courier, couriers who are not uh, unionized. Um, uh, so uh, basically, gig workers at Uber, if there is an issue, think about the challenges you may have with the app perhaps with the company, uh, UFCW would step in and would represent these workers. But they aren't unionized, but they do get union representation. Now, Uber Canada says the United Food and Commercial Workers Union provided service to, services to almost 800 Uber drivers and couriers in the past year or so. We wanted to catch up with our next guest to give a sense of what it's been like representing gig workers. Pablo Godoy, as I said, is a regional director for Western Provinces for UFCW. He joins us now. Pablo, thank you for speaking to us today. Thanks for having me. Uh, It's a very interesting year uh, for UFCW Canada and Uber, two uh, entities many thought would never would be working together, but here you have... uh, your union representing uh, drivers. How, how how would you describe the past year? It's been uh, successful in that uh, our union has been able to bring representation services to all Uber drivers and delivery people across Canada. You know, this this year marks the, the first year in which we're able to deliver services of representation uh, in this model. But we had been trying to advocate and push for the rights and, and you know, uh, protections of gig workers across Canada for quite some time. Uh, the only difference is that this agreement has allowed us to actually represent them and make sure where people are being deactivated or losing access to their accounts and by all means and purposes losing their income that we're able to uh, fight for them and make sure that they get uh, reactivated where possible. They are still gig workers though, are they not? Like they're independent contractors and when there is a dispute potentially, you are there representing them, but uh, as a legal entity, they are still, they are independent. Yeah, I mean, uh, today there doesn't really exist any uh, jurisdictional framework that really defines uh, the work as it were one way or another. And I think... uh, Together with uh, Uber, we've been trying to advocate for, at the very least, a base minimum of set of standards mm-hmm. in some legislation or some type of framework that provincial governments could enact. Unfortunately, the, the work that, that we have been doing of organizing and speaking to gig workers across uh, different platforms and across the country has been as a result of inaction from governments. Mm-hmm. And so in this case, we are able to act on their behalf and make sure that uh, whether it be an account dispute or whether it be a de- deactivation itself, that we're able to represent drivers and make sure that they have a voice when it comes to dealing with the, the company that uh, they're working for. Uh, do they pay any union dues to you at this point, these uh, workers? Uh, at this point, they they are not paying any union dues. The The cost is being covered in a cost-sharing framework with Uber. With Uber. Uh, The goal, I'm going to assume, for UFCW is to hopefully one day have these individuals as actual dues-paying members of UFCW. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, included in the framework and uh, legislative reforms that we're looking for is a more actual, rapid, and real access to union rights and the ability to uh, join a union for all gig workers and have the right to collectively bargain, which is something we'd like to see in legislation across the country. Mm-hmm. What is, what's holding that back in your mind, the provincial legislation or even federal? What is holding that back? 
I mean, unions as a whole for, for decades have been arguing that labor laws are antiquated, that often they're not responsive to changing the t- changing nature of work. We're talking about labor codes in provinces that uh, are probably beyond 50 or 60 years old and and have always traditionally been difficult to access or enforce when it comes to uh, rights in the workplace or rights for, for workers. And so, you know, the nuance or the reality that it's taking this long isn't necessarily a surprise, but it's unfortunate because until governments do get to creating a real framework, workers will fall by the wayside. And so what we have here is uh, a company, the largest in its space, an Uber, and a union, the, one of the largest private sector unions who have been organizing on, you know, the, the street front with workers directly coming together and saying, look, this is at least a base minimum we could get to. And what we've actually been talking about are things like an earning standard, uh, portable benefits fund, notice of termination, health and safety protections and representation rights, which would drastically alter and, and better circumstances for all gig workers. You've talked about some of the issues that that, uh, that you, you and your union deal with when it comes to these workers. Are there one or two that stick out that uh, you've been able to at least um, you think contribute? Is it is is it the issue of termination? Is it about health and safety? What are some of the main issues that, that you've had to advocate for the last year? Absolutely. That's a great question. I think uh, what's been resounding since we started organizing and working with gig workers as a whole or Uber drivers and delivery people in specific as of over four or five years ago now is that representation was the most important. Having a voice when things happen at work, whether it be a health and safety issue, whether it be an issue with uh, a customer or a client or whether it be being deactivated uh, and not knowing you know, what recourse one has to navigate the systems disposable to them has been really what, what's been uh, at the forefront. The uh, ability to represent drivers has actually seen thousands of drivers across the country reach out to uh, UFCW Canada and ask for that support. And so, you know, we've been quite successful in in speaking to or engaging with over 10,000 drivers and delivery people. We've uh, filed over 700 cases of deactivations and, and other other account issues uh, to date. Over 200 have been reactivated, and others are being processed. And so, there's been a uh, quite a a resounding appreciation for the uh, agreement and the ability to to bring representation because representation has been clearly such an important facet of what's missing in this space. Mm -hmm. If uh, UFCW is doing exactly what they're doing today with this particular relationship, this unique relationship, um, would you consider it a um, disappointment, maybe not the right word, but perhaps a disappointment that you haven't fully unionized these staff members? Because at, at the moment, uh, I understand what you're doing and what you're advocating for, but the ultimate goal I'm going to assume here, of course, is that to unionize these workers to, so they can become dues-paying UFCW members. I mean, for, for us, the number one goal is that workers have protection and rights in their workplace above and beyond anything else. What we would say is, you know, our union more than perhaps any other in Canada has seen the reality of what happens when workers don't have representation. We've spent over 30 years advocating for the rights of migrant workers and temporary foreign workers and are still awaiting meaningful legislation reforms or real uh, laws that protect workers in that space. And so in this case, you know, the absence of governments of actually enacting laws, we're sitting here almost 10 years after uh, gig work has really exploded in Canada and still no jurisdiction has enacted any real meaningful protections or legislation or framework to protect them. And so first and foremost, we want to see real and meaningful protections. And then hopefully, yeah, those protections allow us to represent uh, drivers and delivery people or gig workers as a whole in a traditional sense. Pablo, thank you so much for your time today. Really appreciate it. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. 
911, what's your emergency? Ah, I'm on a cruise ship. Ah, there was an explosion. Oh my God, the ship is sinking. I can't get out. There's water everywhere. We're going down. I've got a lock on your location. Stay with me. Hello? Are you there? Help is on the way. Angela Bassett and Peter Krause return in an all-new season of 911 on a new night. Thursday, March 14th on Global. Stream on Stack TV.